We're talking creative empowerment, purpose, and collaboration with your feelings and your concerns. Be gifted. Be enlightened. Be a part of gifted autonomy. Hello, everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful, hardworking mothers out there. And welcome to another episode of Gifted Autonomy, where our goal is to let underrepresented creatives shine in a safe space. Today, we have a very special treat for you. We have artist Gail Rappaport Whelan joining us to talk about her journey as a visual artist. And we'll jump right in today. So, Gail, are you with us? I am with you for sure, and I'm so excited. And yes, happy Mother's Day to all those wonderful mothers, all kinds of mothers of children, of dogs, of pets, of and, and anything you care for and love. You're a mother to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's really nice to say, because I, I never think about the pet mother. <laughs> yeah, no. I've got two, and I've asked my husband to make sure they don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I put my shit zoo in the other room, so <laughs> I won't wander in here. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, but we're very glad to have you with us. You know, just taking a look at your biography, um, you have very levels of expertise, and so we were super excited to not only have an artist, but also you're a curator as well, and you wear many hats, so... We're happy to have you to talk about all of that with us today. And we'll get started with our first question. So give us a breakdown of your experience being an artist and curator and kind of a synopsis of how and where you grew up, just basically about your background. Well, basically, I'm an ageless Brooklyn girl. And I, I grew up in the heart of Brooklyn and I ended up, well, traveling all over, I have to say, Europe, all over the United States, but I landed finally in California and I'm grateful and lucky enough to live in a beautiful Central Coast beach community. And I'm thankful every day and I'm looking out my studio window to a beautiful open space. And art is my passion, it's my journey. And I'd really like to say that you know, you said I'm a curator. Well, I feel like art actually has curated my life. And it's the way I experience the world. And I just, I just absolutely love it. And, you know, I've been doing this, wow, for probably, like I said, I'm ages. So we probably don't want to say how many years necessarily, <laughs> but I've been doing it so long and I've touched so many people and so many people have touched me, but I know we're going to get into it a lot more, mm-hmm. Ashley. Yeah. And, and that sounds like so awesome when you're talking about your studio and <laughs> being the lookout on the, did you say you could look out on the water? Well, well, actually, the water's from the front of the house. The back of the oh. house is an open space. So, so yes, yes, it's 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 quite lovely. And the other day, just for fun, mm-hmm. uh, I was out back, and you may have read it in my Angel Within art group, but a um, a hummingbird came right up to my nose. I was standing there going, "Oh my God!" It thought I was a flower. <laughs> oh my goodness. <gasps> 
That is so cool. Just just sitting here imagining it as a as an author. I'm an author. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> but no, you um, didn't. Yeah, I am. So that's well. That's maybe you'll awesome. write an angel book. Maybe we'll collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I believe that the angels bring us together where we're supposed to be connected. But we'll talk about that at some point too. Yeah, definitely. So when you were you were setting the scene, you know, of where you are, and it just sounded very inspiring. Um, one question that I did want to ask is how you protect your peace of mind to stay in a creative zone, kind of with all of the noise in life. I know you seem like you're in a pretty peaceful place in order to stay in that creative zone, but how have you done that over time as an artist? Well, basically what I believe first and foremost, and I'm still here to talk about it, is your health is number one. Mm -hmm. And you want you want to take care of yourself. And I I actually have a morning routine where I drink lemon water, and then I drink celery juice, then I because I broke my back last year in a uh, boating accident swimming with the Mm -hmm. dolphins. Oh, my God. And then I got back on the boat, but that's not here nor there. So I do my exercises. And honestly, I am very prolific Mm -hmm. and I paint many different things. I actually have a book called uh, The Classy Artist with Countless Styles because honestly, I paint what I want to paint and I paint it when I feel it because I believe, you know, the paintbrush, my creative process is an extension of my soul, honestly. Okay. Okay. So in, in that... How, how do you feel the art scene is on the West Coast? And, and are the people there generally supportive of the arts, in, in your opinion? Uh, yeah, you know, growing up in New York and growing and being on the West Coast, I have had a very good experience. Again, mm-hmm. it is extremely personal because, you know, you may talk next week to another artist that says, oh my God, people are terrible out here. It's just like being a <laughs> New Yorker. You know, I have heard from people that New Yorkers are very unfriendly. I think they're the most friendly people in the world. So so I think the same thing with, with an art experience. It's your own personal journey. It's your, it, you, shape, you shape and create your, your, um, your journey or your road the way... I guess what you bring to the party is what you get. Does that does that kind of paint a picture for you? Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I'm in a gallery locally here. Uh, it used to be Seaside Gallery. They've changed their name to Sands S A N D Z Gallery, and so it's nice to have something local that I'm right here. But also, you know, I do virtual studio tours, which I certainly like to invite anybody to make an appointment to do a virtual tour Mm -hmm. and so that people have been very receptive to that because it's kind of the next best thing to being there and I can touch people all over the world and and then it's like we're together so Mm -hmm. yes I, I I think it's been very very supportive and again as you've seen from you know reading my bio I have done so many different things in California I call them different streams of getting art into the community. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, and, and I ask that too because, you know, we, we're from Alabama and I go to a lot of art events with my husband because he's an artist. But I'm a wonderful artist, let me. Yeah. Uh, I, I've actually shared his post to my Art Revealed show and oh, someday okay. I'd like to switch this around and interview him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, he, so like I said, he's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and we live in, in Calera, which is pretty close to Birmingham. People will probably know Birmingham more than Calera, but, you know, over the years since he's moved here, after we got married, he's made some good connections as far as people in the art scene. Um, one particular studio, um, Studio 2500, that Willie Williams owns, he does mm-hmm. a lot with them. But aside from that, I think that the art scene is building here. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like at a period it was kind of lacking. So I, I was just curious to know, you know, how it is, you know, where you are. That's why well, I asked that I, I, I think I think and this is just a personal opinion that things, you know, coast to coast, you know, New York, Paris, California, do you know what I'm saying? Those mm-hmm. have al- always tended to be art hubs, but I, but I I believe, you know, like I said, a good way because I believe any sales in art and you know, you know I'm going to be teaching a business of art class, um, mm-hmm. is about relationships. Everything's mm-hmm. about relationships. I mean, I'm here talking to you because we reached out, got back and forth to each other. If not, I wouldn't be talking to you. You know, so so it's taking the steps, taking the action to make something happen. And so my suggestion to your husband and other artists out there, you know, how you get in front of people, you know, maybe you want to join a local art board or maybe you want to volunteer I've also, with another artist, written a, and it's a free PDF, Appeals, A-P-P-E-A-L-S, for F-O-R, art, A-R-T. It's about donating and uh, how people should ask you to donate and how you might donate as an artist. But we write it so that you don't have to give yourself away. You can donate in a way that uh, it helps the artist, not only the organization. So I think those are many, many ways that you can bring up your community and mm-hmm. you know, sponsor, mentor, uh, ha- you know, have an intern. So there's ways of, I guess what I'm saying is you have to meet people, be it socially online or be it in person in order to create relationships. And through those relationships, I believe you help to enhance the art in your community. Yeah, that, that's awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and and since you mentioned your business of art class, I did want to bring that up as well. I read a little bit about it from your social media. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what actually inspired you to want to share your knowledge with other artists and a few more details about what they can gain from your art courses? Well, the reason, you know... Um, what you give, you get back tenfold, in my opinion. And I feel that I have a great deal of knowledge and expertise. I've been doing this for a long time. And, you know, I've learned a lot of things along the way, especially through, you know, we're not even going to use the word, but what's going on in the world right now. Cause you know, mm-hmm. it's, I don't like to think about it, but <laughs> This has actually been a very good year for me 
because I looked at what was going on in the world. You know, the first couple of months, I think nobody was doing anything. And I think artists were really going to the wayside. It -hmm. was not good. I think everything stopped for me also. But then as things kind of, you know, everyone got, I don't want to say comfortable, but got used to the new painting, shall we say. And, um, and so I switched gears and in doing the business of art class, it's called the current business of art. I wanted to let people know what I did to make a difference in my year. And in the class, it's the business of art, June 13th. It's on Zoom. It's 1.30 to 3.30. You can find it under classes at my website to sign up at grappaport.com. That's G-R-A-P-P, like in Paul, A-P-O-R-T, like in Tom. We'll talk about social media. We'll talk about virtual tours. We'll uh, talk about new marketing, traditional marketing, you know, brochures, press releases, local connections and resources. We'll have questions and answers. And remember, when you're with a group, you know, maybe Ashley's husband will take the class and then you can network with him and Ashley and maybe you'll be on her part podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's about real, real world experiences. And I believe, and, you know, I'm going to say this out here, for the artists that are listening, collectors that are listening, whoever's listening, you can do anything you put your mind to. That's my mantra, but you have to take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's just about taking the initiative and like you said, getting out there and, and meeting people and not mm-hmm. being afraid to step out of your comfort zone is a big thing that some other creators I've had on here have said, you know, just taking that extra step it was one creative we had um she's a business owner and an author and also a fashion designer and she was saying she had anxiety in in previous years you know and it took her kind of pushing herself out of her comfort zone in order to you know get a real hold on that and be able to create so what you said is very important absolutely because fear is paralyzing Mm -hmm. and you know just just lose the fear. Just do it. You know, as Nike would say, you know, go, go for it. What, what do you have to lose? And since you were talking about fashion, I'll segue right into talking about that. I create for an amazing company. Umaima Medro is the CEO called Vita. And again, I would, you know, this is like a podcast for your husband. (laughs) I would suggest he take a look. Because um, you can put your images on on things, and you know I'm happy to you know off the podcast talk to you more about it. And um, it, you put it on merchandise. Actually, one of my scarves, actually two of my scarves, were featured on Home Shopping Network with oh. Colleen Lopez, and they both sold out, which I'm very excited to see. And uh, then I was, after that, again, chosen because they sold out and did so well as a Vita Artist Spotlight on the show uh, in 2017. And so it gives, again, another stream for an artist to create merchandise. I even designed my own angel within necklace. And 
because not everybody wants to buy art on a canvas and it also creates a price range and that's you know other things we'll talk about in my business of art class okay when you mentioned the vita is that different from and i'm sure it is because it sounds like um it's a bit more established but is that have you ever heard of red bubble Yes, I have. And there's many of those out there. And like, I give a list of all those different ones in the class too. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be everywhere and mm-hmm. you have to just, dis- well, you can, but uh, I can't be everywhere. I experience as far as, as Vita and you oh, were saying yes. that it's different options, you know, depending on the artist. Right, right. And so, yeah, so, so Vita has been wonderful. They definitely segued through this and, you know, we created masks which was what the need was at the moment and I now recall that I was saying that basically I like working for a company that gives back and they are literally being um, entwined with mm-hmm yeah definitely I can see that So just to switch gears a bit more directly on your creative process, what's your process for bringing your art subjects to life? Like what what inspires your art and how do you formulate your ideas and transition those to the canvas? Well, you know, in, in speaking about that, if it's okay with you, I would Mm -hmm. like to focus you know, I do lots of art, like I said, and you know, the book, The Classy Artist with Countless Styles. But of late, my fashion, my fashion, my passion, 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 <laughs> all goes together, um, has been my angel within art. Mm-hmm. Uh, angels have shown up in my art for years, but I, I just kind of ignored them. <laughs> I didn't paint them out. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get rid of them, but um, I just kind of, they were there. I mean, gargoyles have shown up. Some interesting things have shown their faces. <laughs> and, but then all of a sudden, and again, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. I've sold countless paintings. I, and I have stories of, of people contacting me and there are things I don't even remember painting because you have to remember as an ageist goddess, I come from a time where, you know, we weren't using the phone to take pictures. You know? mm-hmm. We were using real cameras and had to develop <laughs> it and take slides. And so it was a whole different era. But I, so I asked, you know, be it what you believe in, God, spirit, Buddha, whatever, do you know? I asked a higher power or energy for me to paint something that made a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And hence, I started painting angels all hours of the day. And they're all very different. And they're faceless, if you notice. And uh, because I believe everybody has an angel within I, I believe that that really we all have goodness. Sometimes we don't show it as well, <laughs> yeah, as, as we should. But but I believe that it's deep down in there, and it's interesting with these particular paintings. 
I also believe, and I do a lot of pay it forward with these also, you know, I do sell them, but I do do pay it forward. And again, if you're listening and you're a lover of angels, I would encourage you to join my private angel within our group. And um, that would be facebook.com groups angel within art. And you have to answer a couple of questions because it is a private group and I want people who feel it's the right place for them to be. And it's not about selling. It's really about angels. And, um, and so, yeah, does that answer your question? It does. (laughs) And I, I have had the opportunity to, to see your necklace, your angel necklace. Yeah, I wanted, yes, I yeah, I'm glad it. you brought it up because it's really beautiful and I was actually going to mention it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And I will tell you, the one you saw is the very last one because oh, wow. uh, of, again, what's going on, The they're not manufacturing them. So, so there's been a lot of changes in business and in things we're doing, but, you know, we're going to get through this and we're going to come out the other side. And I believe we're going to be even better for it. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. And since you mentioned, you know, the angelic nature of your pieces, what emotion do you want your art to encapsulate? And do you, what do you want others to take or learn from each of your pieces? Well, I think all there is is love, right? As the Beatles would say. Um, Mm. I want them to find a flow in my work that makes them happy. I I paint what I care about and I paint what I love. I mean, you see, again, if you've been following me, I paint lots of poppies. I love poppies. Uh, And this is the time of year that they're coming out. I believe um, that art transcends to the viewer. I think that it pulls your soul. I, you know, I, I, I'm just an extension, you know, of my, of my paintbrush. The paintbrush is an extension of my soul. I, I really, truly, I, I'm skilled in technique. Clearly I'm a golden artist educator. I'm a silver brush artist educator. I've been teaching for at both Sierra College, Cuesta Community College, other community colleges, parks and recs. I mean, in people's homes, I, I've probably taught you know, I, there are people that I taught as children. I, I in-serviced entire schools. I in-serviced teachers. So I have, I believe I have touched so many lives. And, and you know, in, in they've touched me also. And so I, I've worn, as you said, I've worn a lot of different hats. And, um, and I, I believe that... This is what, you know, everybody wants to know what what they're supposed to be doing. I actually have a degree in recreation with an emphasis in environmental ed and special education. I've, 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 I've done every kind of job there is. I, I've been a waitress. I've mowed lawns. I've, I've, I'm a people... Per- oh, I don't know. That's my computer. I don't know why I did that. I'm, I'm a people person and... Mm-hmm. And I also, unlike many artists, Ashley, I wear two hats. You know, I'm an artist, but I'm a business person also. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to make it in the arts, you either have to have both or you have to have someone who's willing to do the other part for you. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, that, I, and, and I know from many stories that I receive about my art, about the angels, you know, I'm, I'm told they possess really good energy. And I know the art myself, because I, I collect art also. If I, if it's somebody who's alive, clearly, if their energy is not something that has a good spirit in it and good ingredients to their energy, I don't want that art in my home because yeah. that's what it brings. And if it's high energy and good energy, that's what it brings. And mm-hmm. and so I, you're not necessarily only buying the art. You're buying the person who created it, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I know your bio mentions that collectors across the world have your work. So what's the best advice you give to an artist that is trying to connect with collectors to share their art on a broader scale? Social media. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's, I mean, you know, again, I'm an ageist goddess kicking and screaming. I got my first iPhone at 50. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was an iPhone. I think it was one of those flip phones, but (laughs) (laughs) at, at 50. And honestly, the only reason I got it is because a good friend of mine said, you have to have a phone. You have to have a phone. And honestly, I didn't want anybody to be able to reach me. Like, you know, until my daughter went to high school and, you know, that was kind of like, you know, putting something around her neck so I knew where she yeah. was <laughs> and, and so th- that was part of my getting a phone I really didn't want to be part of this world and you know people would send me emails join me on Facebook and in my head I went you want to talk to me call me <laughs> I don't, don't want to join you on Facebook mm-hmm. but I'm telling you big mistake because mm-hmm. I did finally get on Facebook and social media and that is where you meet people. But also, like, my daughter went to school for a year in Italy. And I met people in Italy, and I'm the type of person, if you know me, and, you know, people laugh. I mean, I could be wheeled into surgery, and I'd be giving out business cards. <laughs> Here, you should take a look at my site. You know, I'll be on the grocery line. Oh, you know. And so, basically, I never know where or how I'm going to connect with someone. But if, if you want to connect worldwide, really right now, social media is the way. And you know that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're in that, you're in that error. And, um, and yes, you know, I, I also did, and I don't know if you saw it on my website, this was really cool. And it was a jury thing, but java art made these coffee sleeves and you know i won and it was like 150,000 coffee sleeves that went around the world and like Mm -hmm. people then were taking pictures it was still i don't know what year it was it's somewhere i don't always remember the years but uh people were like taking pictures in mexico with my coffee sleeve and you know and and they just went they went all over. So that that was really fun too. But I, I'm saying you have to be experienced with social media. And I will give a shout out because I listened to 
webinars. Mari Smith is the queen, the queen of social media, Facebook, uh, Mm -hmm. Molly Mahoney, uh, Anita Wong. And again, this is what I'm saying. You know, I'm sharing people who have been supportive of me, who have helped me. And now I don't know who's listening here, but I've just done a shout out for all these people. And, and, you know, we need to do the same for each other. There's enough out there for everybody. There really is. I mean, if you think about it and if you hold things too close, you know, the more you give, the more you get. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. And, and people, you know, that's really good advice because some people are hesitant to collaborate because I guess they think, you know, it's not enough out here for everyone, but there is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I did see that your floral artwork flow, which is very beautiful was licensed to home goods stores. I saw that as part of your biography as well, and I thought it was interesting. Can you speak to us a bit about how that experience came to fruition? Yes, that was, and again, I don't know exactly where I met these guys, mm-hmm. but, and then I ended up, it was, and I don't have the year again, but it was it was quite a while back. And I met, these two uh, gentlemen in San Francisco and the company is no longer there, but it was Studio Voltaire and it was a licensing company. And, you know, again, I, everyone thinks, oh my God, you get your stuff licensed, da, 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 da. but I'm just going to tell you, it's another stream of income. It's mm-hmm. not all that it's cracked up to be mm-hmm. because you're getting pennies on the dollar for the use of your image. Oh yeah. And and you know, it has to be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pieces when you're talking pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, if it's an image you did and then you're, you're submitting the image and they and you do a lot of images, again, it just becomes another stream of, of income. But I think it looks a little more exciting than it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm just th- that's the thing yeah. and especially you'll find in my business of Arthas I'm honest mm-hmm. you know and maybe maybe for some people out there they're going oh you're wrong licensing's the way to go on making millions and it's possible you know I don't know that but this was my personal experience mm-hmm. but it feels good to say your piece yeah. is in home goods you know yeah I mean it, yeah. it, it feels really good and um you know, and, and there's a lot of other fun stuff like that. Like, um, like my art wall was on HGTV. Like that was a kick of a day. I, I had a really good time doing that. And then, you know, I got a, a lot of press and a lot of coverage on that. And, mm-hmm. and it was just fun. So you never know what you're going to drop into, but again, I'm going to go back to this every single time. It's about relationships, relationships Mm -hmm. with press, relationships with collectors, relationships with friends. You know, your family, you know, if you're an artist out there, your family should be the first people who are buying your paintings and supporting you. And don't give them to them, sell them to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And they want you to succeed. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Or at least they should. They should. <laughs> I guess there's no shoulds, Ashley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just hearing about all of those experiences, I think were vital because they kind of make up your entire art journey. So you mm-hmm. kind of live and learn, you know, what, you know, may be more successful, what, what may not, but at least you've had the experience and you're able to now tell other artists about it which is why Mm -hmm. we have this platform (laughs) you know so they can learn more about kind of the pitfalls and the successes absolutely and and i appreciate (laughs) you doing this Mm -hmm. and and in that i wanted to ask how you feel you've grown over the years in the art industry and what contributed to the growth well like I said, I, I mean, I've grown a lot. You know, if you don't grow, I think, you know, and you don't learn, you might as well be done. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always learning something new. Um, when I spent the week, you know, learning to be a golden artist educator, you know, I thought I knew a lot. And then, you know, after a week, I felt like I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think the minute you kind of get too full of yourself shall we say (laughs) that you might as well hang it up and um I I feel that hmm, how do I say this that you know I started out let's go way back to college and I was told if I didn't do an emphasis in special education I would never you know get a job I did it. I I did my field work in San Francisco at the Recreation Center for the Handicapped. I'll tell you, there are wonderful people out there that work in this venue. You know, I'd go home depressed, sad, and and I wasn't giving what was needed and Mm -hmm. didn't work for me. And when I then started working in recreation, what made me want to sell my paintings, to tell you the truth, is I was teaching classes and I would put an original painting, you know, up on the bulletin board as to what we would teach. And people were stealing them. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> I went, if they're good enough to steal, they're good enough to sell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, it was really really funny and then you know I, I ran an art center and you know I, I consulted for, and curated galleries I'm a juror I juried shows I you know I, I, I I've done I've done a lot and I, I believe each experience oh don't do that I think I don't know I'm afraid if I make the sound lower then you won't hear it. Oh, that's just like a ding. Maybe it's a ding from heaven saying right. I'm saying the right thing. <laughs> yeah, that's going, Yay, ding, you did it. <laughs> but, um, and so I think everything like a foundation, you know, each, each experience is a building block and, and it adds, it, it adds and shapes the experience and it's shaped my life. And, and, you know, as you can hear, I'm extremely enthusiastic and I just, I'm curating my own show. I mean, I, I, I'm creating and 
I'm blending abstractions to make a harmonious, glorious, wonderful life. And, and I'm really happy and am blessed that I get to do what I get to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just every time you speak about all of the experiences, because I didn't even know some of this stuff, like you teaching at community college, teaching art and the other experiences you had are just amazing. <laughs> Well, look, give yourself some years. You'll you'll gather those also. <laughs> <laughs> I have some years on you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And adding to that, I saw that you're also a 20-year veteran on public television. So yeah, can you so tell us how that came about and, and what you most enjoy about participating? Well, I absolutely, uh, I'm a ham, as you can, you can see. And... Um, and I, I love doing this and I love being on air. It's something that I enjoy a great deal. I actually started with KVIE prior to us doing the art auction on air. I, um, I became part of the steering committee, you know, as a volunteer. And the on air I did was, was volunteer. And, and within this steering committee, you know, I created a framing program and I also created a program for people to be on air experts because I'm very comfortable. Obviously you're very comfortable, but you know, certain people get in front of a camera and it's like a deer in headlights. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. At times when I was there, you know, I would be on certain segments and someone would get out there and Gloria, may she rest in peace was the head of the steering committee would pull, pull this person off and go, Gail, get on. And I would like, be on unscripted i'm like okay hi and i i actually you know and gregory condos if you know who he is great california uh artist just passed icon of the blues i mean amazing man i interviewed him on, on my art revealed show and um and so through all this through it not being on air through helping to create the art auction I ended up being one of their art experts. I got to sell some beautiful work. I got the experience of being on air. And after that ended, I loved being on air so much. That is really the segue to the Art Revealed show. And I believe who you need shows up. Like I was saying, maybe we'll be writing a book together. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I said I put it out in the universe and this is what I do I believe in manifesting and my daughter's the best manifester there is like it's almost crazy and I said you know I want to do a show and the state one of the stage people from KVIE she became our marketing person and everybody did this to start on a volunteer basis and we were all just doing it out of love and um then two young men dominic and dante who i'll give a shout out they were on shark Tank. you got to check that out google them and and they okay. do a great app called hoop hoop h-o-o-p max m-a-p-s so um if you play basketball check out their their um app 
And, uh, oh, another C checking out their app. Got a bell ringer. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it, it was just a great experience, which then my friend Vicky did the web areas and Philip did the photography and I had met him when I was during a show and I didn't put his piece in the show and he wasn't happy. And then oh, we became God. really good friends after that. And so do you see how, you know, everything gets woven together and you, you never know where, where something's going to go, but, you know, be open to it because yeah, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but you know, mm -hmm. when you hear the stories about Michael Jordan and all these different people, right. it, it wasn't all great the whole time, you know, and that's sometimes, and I'll, I'll say this for people who, you know, are on Facebook and this and that nobody's posting when they're down and depressed and upset. Or not selling paintings. They're posting when they're selling a painting. Do you know what I'm saying? They're posting when things are good. This yeah. that's a snippet. It's not real. Do you know? And and real life has ups and downs. You know, it's it's your career's not gonna be perfect every moment. Mine looks really good to you right now because you know, we're, we're telling the highlights mm -hmm. of the things that were really positive, but you know. There were shows on a day where you go out for a show and, and the whole show gets poured out. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you're, you're carrying wet paintings back to the car, you know, but you get through those things and you, you, you know, you just move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's very true. But we, we do really want to highlight all of the accolades that you do have to your name, though, <laughs> just for inspiration purposes so people can see you know what is possible out there for for an artist so tell us about your favorite experience thus far in galleries or events that has positively shaped you as an artist and then you can also include what what's the accolade that really wowed you <laughs> in your career well i have to say the you know and we talked about it a little bit but uh the Home Shopping Network was pretty cool, and so was HGTV. I mean, having the whole camera crew at my house and, you know, having makeup, and it, it was really, you know, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I love that. But, but in that coolness, it's as cool to me to be in a gallery show or on a virtual tour of my studio, you know, talking with someone one-on-one. -on -one. You know, when you love people, I think it shows. And, and you know, somebody, and in case she's listening, I, I won't mention names, but someone, and the story's told in my Angel Within Art, contacted me um, that she had gotten my painting. Yeah, oh my God, in the thrift shop. But nevertheless, hopefully the person who, it, if it ended up there was okay. But yeah. to make a long story short, this piece really helped her a great deal. We connected, there was some woo doo 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 stuff. Of, you know, again, everyone connects for a reason. I won't make it long winded, but that was a high for me. That made my day. So it doesn't have to be the HSN or the HGTV. 
making someone's day better yeah. is as important to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so, so basically art really brings joy to people. And if you're an artist out there, again, success is different for everybody. For some artists, just painting the painting is success. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not all monetary. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause I usually ask creatives and, and you actually just answered it, but how they measure success or impact. Mm-hmm. And because my husband and I talk about that a lot with, you know, him being an artist and me being an author, like you said, you're not always going to have days where you're selling 50 books per day or, right. you know, he's had a commission piece, which he has a lot of them, but that doesn't happen every single day. Absolutely. So in those days, you have to be inspired just to, to do your craft. Like mm-hmm. he really loves art and mm-hmm. he loves, that's his peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't do it, he does it every single day, whether he's doing like just a charcoal drawing or if he's working on a commission piece, like I said, or some type of oil painting, it, it puts him at peace. And then also he feels like it's bettering the world, it's leaving a legacy for our kids or even um, just people that may not know who he is, but a hundred years from now, his painting will still stand and will right, right. So that's how we really measure success as well. Well, they become an heirloom mm-hmm. and, and there's it's something that can be passed down. And again, uh, energy never goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the law of matter, <laughs> Not, nothing is created, nothing is destroyed, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and the energy of all artists' work will be there forever, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, we're pretty much on the same page with you as far as measuring impact and success. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So during, throughout your, your journey as an artist, I know at some point you've had to have artist block <laughs> or, the, you know, those creative blocks when mm-hmm. you don't really know which direction you want to go in at that moment or what your next piece will be about. So how do you recommend creatives overcome that? Well, first off, you know, you have to give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you, you can't paint 24 seven. Um, you know, unless you want to make yourself a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And we, you know, Vincent Van Gogh, there have been artists that have had, had stuff, you know, and, but, but it's like a bank account. Okay. You have X dollars in a bank account and you don't want to spend more than the dollars you have. Now people do. You want to refuel that account before you spend it all. And, and how do you how do you refuel it? You know, I mean, maybe you're listening to music. Maybe you're reading a book. Uh, I will often listen to webinars. I or or um, just put you know just put a brush to paper. Uh, sometimes, if you're really stuck, I mean, there's so many artist videos out there. Just watch how somebody else does something. I'm not saying that you should necessarily copy what you do, but but you you do need technique. You you need to understand technique, even if you're 
your muse is coming from somewhere else you believe, okay? You still need to have the process and technique to be able to get that muse as a writer, as a painter, as a sculptor, as a musician, to get it out of you. And, you know, so for me, I may have a song in my head, but I'm clueless of how I would put the notes down. Yeah. And so you have to learn how, you have to learn the vocabulary of the medium in order to create, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that can help to overcome the blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I know every creative at some point has that issue. So we appreciate you sharing that with us. Oh, my <laughs> pleasure. So in, in wrapping up the last two questions, what's the one thing you want our audience to know about you? And I actually, you know, thought about this one uh, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't share this. Well, now I'm sharing it with the world, I guess. <laughs> but but I, I wanted, again, to give something meaningful that had some depth and, you know, came from my heart and my soul. Mm-hmm. Because that's where I speak from. I, I, I honestly, you know, I, I, I give you... I give you, I give it from, from the heart. And so, and I know, and many artists, you know, have mental health issues as my mom did. May she rest in peace. And, and art was a safe place for me ever. You know, I've had a paintbrush in my hand. I have a picture of me as probably three years old at best with a paintbrush in my hand. And, you know, sometimes my household was tumultuous. And going into my safe space of doing art or doing painting, you know, it really helped me a lot. And so in sharing this with you, I hope that that the space you go into when you need a safe space is something that is related to art, because I believe it really helps your soul. Yeah. Definitely. And that's very touching. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's not always easy to say. And like I said, you know, everybody wants to hear the, the good stuff. But mm-hmm. but I think it's important for people to know that, you know, we all have our skeletons in the closet. Right. And those of us who are not sharing those have more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people need to hear that in order to, you know... Because if somebody is going through something tumultuous, like you were saying, you know, they don't want to get on social media and just see like these facades of people, <laughs> you know, right, never right. really telling you what issues they're facing because they can't be inspired by that, you know. Right. But you can you can put your heart and your soul and it in, in, into your into your creative energy. Right. You know, and sat and saturate those things into your work mm-hmm. so that they're going there rather than hurting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like therapy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. why people do art therapy. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we thank you for sharing that with us. And I know you our audience so appreciated and be able to take some, some good tidbits from that. How can our listeners find your work moving forward? Well, go to a thrift shop. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> because someone found one there. There might be some gold. <laughs> At least I'm making you laugh. But no, the best place, and I'll go through it, but, you know, my name is long-winded. But every place that I'm on social media, a website is worth a thousand words. So G-R-A-P-P-A. P-O-R-T dot com. That's G-R-A, two P's, A, another P-O-R-T dot com. And um, if you want to email me, just put Gail, G-A-Y-L-E in front of that. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash G Rappaport Fine Arts. I'm on Twitter, G Rappaport Art. I'm on Facebook, also my art revealed show for my artist friends. You want to check that out. And I'm on Instagram, Insta, G Rappaport Fine Arts. And so like I'm saying, I'm, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm all over. But last thing I will say, I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram. I do the other things, but you can't, you know... I would spend my entire life on social media if I was totally active everywhere. So just a little business tip, you know, pick one or two that, that are your favorites and really focus on those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I was you guys, I would definitely tune in to your course, your business of art course, because it sounds very beneficial. You can go ahead. I also, in that course, you'll get a, a PDF. You won't get it until like the day before class, but it's like 30 pages. And so, so you'll have all that information and it will be a great class. And, you know, it's Zoom. So anyone around the world can take it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it right at, it's $69, which is not a lot. And as an artist, it's very important to invest in yourself. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, why would your collectors be interested in investing in you? Right. Mm-hmm. It's very true. <laughs> and we certainly could talk forever, Ashley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could. And is there anything else that, that we did not cover that, that you want to include as we're wrapping up? Well, you know, I I think you have done a beautiful job as a host. And and again, as I told you, we probably have to be here a couple of days (laughs) to go through everything. But what I would love, and, you know, I'll put this out to you too. Let's do a virtual tour of my studio. All you need to do is make an appointment. If you don't have an iPhone, you know, Duo, I think, group or Google, there's some sort of app for the other phones. <laughs> or you mm-hmm. can just do the camera on the website. We'll get you into the studio somehow. You know, uh, join me on social media. I, I get right back really quick on Messenger. If you love my paintings, I'd love you, you know, to purchase a piece of art. And it's just been a pleasure, you all, being here. I'm assuming, Ashley, people 
might ask you questions. If Ashley gets back to me with those, I'm happy to answer those for you. And mm-hmm. I'd love you all to keep in touch. This has been so much fun. And happy Mother's Day again. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, we thank you so much for joining us today, Gail. I know I reached out to you on social media and you've just been so receptive and excited and sharing the advertisement, the promotion. And so it's just really been a joy just working with you leading up to this interview <laughs> and the actual interview. So... Well, absolutely. And and that's, you know, I think you said it right there. That's the key. Mm-hmm. I think many people feel like, okay, you invited me. It's all on you. It's not. Yeah. The only way this podcast becomes a win-win is if we both collaborate and and put equal energy in it. it, it you know, but I know not everybody looks at it, but I would suggest, I would make the suggestion that, you start looking at the picture that way of what you can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely key. So we thank everyone for joining us today on this Mother's Day. And we hope that you guys enjoy the holiday with your family and friends. So for future episodes, you can follow and subscribe to Gifted Autonomy on Apple or Spotify. Also, you can purchase my second novel, Autoscopy, online at Barnes & Noble if you're interested. And if there's nothing else, we once again want to thank Gail for joining us. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care. Bye-bye.